Hello, hello. We've got a very exciting episode for you today. If you're planning to run webinars, if you're thinking about launches, creating funnels, or for your next speaking engagement, or if you're doing a podcast interview, or whatever that is coming up, today we're going to talk about eight mistakes you must avoid in your speaking engagements, in your webinars, in your masterclasses, in your challenges that will guarantee to ruin your sales, either during the webinar or after the webinar. Those are the mistakes that will save you money and they will save you fortune. So if that is of interest, keep on listening. So how do you create generational wealth for you and your family without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? And how to run your business like a true CEO? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus and I'm founder and CEO of Bossy Hills. And for the last 20 years, I have been buying and selling companies. I have bought and sold over 50 companies worth over 10 billion US dollars and open the leads to hundreds of businesses to see what works from the inside. Why is it that one company has everything going for it? Celebrity status, huge following, but underneath it all the founder is trapped within its business, hating its clients, can't exit and can't scale. And those elements over the last 20 years what successful companies had in common and what failed businesses missed to implement is what I have put into my signature framework powerhouse. CEO. And those are the insights I will be sharing with you every single week. But first, before we dive deep into the juicy details of those mistakes, a bit of a life update. We, if you've been following me on social media, especially on Instagram, I share a lot about behind the scenes of what's going on in the business and also my personal life. Uh, in August, we spent three weeks traveling around Florida, which was just so amazing. As you know, I have two boys, seven and nine, and we took them to Disney World and Universal, and we did all the parks. And thank you so much for your advice. I got so much advice uh, from you in the stories in terms of what to do, the tips and tricks, but we had the most incredible time. I mean, the boys were just so in their element. And you know, it's funny because before going on that, uh, on a holiday, I used to kind of enjoy roller coasters, like roller coasters were fun. And, but oh my word, after doing a few and I just went uh, with my boys on a few of them, uh, I was like, wow, this is this is this is roller coasters on another level. But we had the most amazing time. We stayed in different hotels in Universal and then Disney World, and then we also rented a villa. So it was really nice. As you know, my story. I used to live in the U.S. Actually, uh, you know, I was brought up in Siberian part of Russia in Soviet Union at the time. So, and then at the age of sixteen, I actually won a competition uh, organized by the American government and I was one of the seven students to be picked out of Russia to go and study in the U.S. So I finished my high school education in the United States in a place in Indiana in Midwest of United States and I lived with a host family with a mom and dad, American mom and dad. And um, it was very well structured. It was a government program. We traveled to White House to uh, to learn about democracy and there was a lot of 
leadership training at the time at the age of 16 but really my American family became my family like I still call them mom and dad I call them every month we're really in touch and um, that's why every time I go to US I feel like I'm back home um, it's just I miss it so much and I'd love my boys you know maybe one day we'll go and I will spend a few years in US I love my boys to travel there to be there but generally you know one of the things I really enjoy and value the most especially at this stage is to travel with my family like show the boys the world uh, you know in a few weeks we're going to Turkey next year we're going to Thailand um, but it's just showing them the world being able to travel and kind of having this joint collective experiences because to be honest with you like every time we go somewhere when we come back I see their eyes open up to the world how big world is how actually how different people are around the world and how beautiful that is I got to experience it at the age of 16 right when I left home um, but that's where I really really recognize that the values that I was brought up with in Siberia the way we were thinking about world was so different to my friends and my family in the United States and how this was like that pivotal moment to me realize like wow there's such a beauty in our diversity and this is why even right now you know supporting people from all backgrounds from all races from all religions is really important to me and I just always see it's just such a beauty in our differences so that is us. And uh, yeah, so we are so energized for September. Both the boys have started school. Uh, my youngest is now going to the same school as my oldest, Sasha. So it really makes all the drop off and pick up so much easier, which of course is so helpful. But we have so many exciting plans for October coming up. We are running a business summit, which I'm going to tell you all about. It's going to be so exciting. And yeah, it's just been really, really great time. And there's so many speaking engagements that I am doing this month especially and in October and in November my calendar is blocked out I normally do about three to five speaking engagements every single week and I love it um, I'm speaking on Entrepreneurs on Fire and so many incredible podcasts uh, later this week. Of course, we are running our own summit, so my team is working very heavily behind the scenes and preparing for that. And we're going to bring all the top speakers to this event to really give you this amazing experience that I know so many of you crave. Just shortcuts, clear strategies, really powerful insights. And of course, Alex Harmozzi is going to be there, um, Rachel Miller, and so many other speakers and it's going to be pre-recorded so it's delivered directly to your inbox so as I know a lot of you maybe have families of course have children this is going to be a really easy way to just maybe after you put the kids to bed just really catch up on few very short interviews that I'll be doing with the speakers and you really get some powerful powerful insights so stay tuned for that don't miss it um, but yeah so let's talk about this let's talk about Webinars. So, of course, you know, I'm a big fan of webinars, of masterclass, of any speaking engagements, because um, I've been in business for 20 years. I have worked with so many companies, and that is by far the most effective way to nurture your people to want to buy from you. Because really, if you don't have webinars, then what you rely on is kind of like posting content, maybe selling on stories. But the problem with that is it's great and certainly something you should be doing, but it's very 
very inconsistent because the algorithm changes and you know our attention on social media is so short that we're always competing with someone who is has better dance moves or someone who is modeling or whatever that is you're competing against the noise where actually especially for high ticket buyers for buyers that are seen that are serious really that are committed they want to really understand what you are you what you got to offer and they want to spend time with you so they need to hear you speak they need to hear you live or pre-recorded doesn't really matter because the idea is the same right you speak live and they're recorded that's all that whatever green funnel really is and then when they hear that this if you are able to have you got messaging and sort it out that you come across clear concise there's no waffle or you know you're not using too much of personal stories that are irrelevant to your offer that actually people will want to work with you they're gonna be like wow someone just clarified me really powerfully what my problem is what's causing it and how to solve it and this is why it's the fastest way to get people to want to work with you it's the fastest way to scale your business and it's the fastest ways to have increased cash flow in your business and have a really powerful uh, cash injection I mean yesterday I did an Instagram live where I talked about how to bring extra 100k $100,000 of revenue of sales into your business in the next 30 days. And it really is about building this machine and a system that has one powerful presentation at the core of it. But it is very powerful strategy, but a lot of people can't make it work, right? Because there's a number of mistakes that they're making that's causing it not working. And we're going to talk about that today. So, of course, number one, top mistakes is people use outdated webinar templates. They maybe picked up from some course they did and they think if they just copy and paste that template that they're going to get result. Well, the problem with that, people just don't understand how important this asset, this time with your audience is. I see people spending hours on creating beautiful content in Canva, on posting, or maybe even engaging with other people, sending DMs, sending comments, likes, and they spend weeks on that in preparation for their launch, but they spend hardly any time on the most important asset, that one presentation. People think, well, how difficult is it? I'm just going to talk. I'm just going to teach my stuff. And then they, then they wonder why they didn't get the sales they want. There's, there's so much intention, strategy, and skill that goes in into summarizing and creating the demand and desire and getting sales in 45 minutes. And, you know, spending time and getting skilled in that is critical. Because that's that's another thing. People so people use outdated web templates. They use this outdated salesy pushy techniques, and they come across really salesy, or they're just pitching their offer for forty five minutes, and it just turns people away. Or they do the opposite, and they think, well, what I'm gonna do is I want to be really valuable to my audience, so I'm just gonna teach them everything I know, or the most useful thing I think I can give them. I'm gonna teach my best stuff for free, in a hope that I'm gonna blow them away they're going to be impressed and they will automatically will want to work with me well that does not work that doesn't work and it doesn't work for many it's understandable how people think that right partly it's because we get bombarded with this advice just teach just add value and people will buy of course they won't buy because you see what's um, and one of the things is is the reason for that is it's used to work three to five years ago when you were the only 
shop in town, when you're the only business in town and there was no competition or very little competition. Um, and if you think about that, when you have very little competition, if you were just to share maybe parenting tips and people know that you're the only person that talks about parenting tips. So when they have a parenting issue, they kind of know where to go to. Well, what's happening right now when you're competing with thousands of other people who also talk about parenting, sharing parenting tips, then there's nothing different about you. And also, especially in a high saturated market where we're finding ourselves right now and what the market is looking like right now, if your information can be just easily Googled, it loses its value. And also think about it. Last, if you get some tips on some fun tricks, you like, oh, that's cute. Thank you. But it doesn't create that uh, wanting to buy more, right? It satisfied your desire. It's like you were hungry. You wanted lunch. Someone gave you free lunch. You don't want to buy more lunch out of that restaurant. You see what I mean? And this is why this kind of philosophy doesn't work. I mean, by every means, your presentation needs to be extremely valuable. It needs to blow people away, but not with steps, not with how to, not with teaching, not with overwhelm. We need to blow them away with really deep transformational insights. We want them to have a real transformative experience during your masterclass when they like, Wow, that just blew my mind. So think about like almost a TED style talk where you get such an insights about your problem and you have a clear, crystal clear view of the solution and in the most persuasive way. That's really what we develop. And inside Powerhouse Zero program, of course, there's 11 elements that go into just this part of the presentation, right? Because there's so much skill, so much psychology that go into for you to have this incredible best-selling TED Talk. And if you think about the best-selling books, they do the same thing, right? They give us this aha moments, transformations that, but also create demand and desire at the same time. Because also not enough to just give the insights. It's not enough. We need to also at the same time create the desire. And we're doing that by telling enough about your method and also having a lot of evidence, case studies, convincing that your vehicle, your method is the best way forward out of the competition. That's really important, right? Uh, so that's one of the elements that we go through in the program. So indeed, one of the worst things you can do is really overwhelm people with lots of information, lots of steps, lots of how-to tutorials. And really what happens is, and, and it is understandable when people think, well, how can I add a lot of value to my audience? We think about, I'm going to teach them all the stuff I know for free. I'm going to give them this nugget that took me 20 years to develop. And you think, wow, well, what could, you know, this is just such a gold. But what experts actually find when they do that it's kind of landing on the death years. People are just not appreciating the value of this diamond. They ignore it. And in most times they feel overwhelmed. They feel confused because they have not read it to absorb that information yet. Um, which is why so many experts really lose sales. Well, actually the most valuable thing that your audience will find you do is when you clarify 
clarify the problem, when you give them the symptoms, when you give them understand of show your depth of understanding of their problem and how your thing is the next best, best thing and solution for it. And you do it in a super concise and clear way. And this is really, of course, inside of Powerhouse your program, we help you create. So I personally crafted for you this presentation so you know it's bulletproof. Because of course, one of the big mistakes that so many people make is they might know the strategy. And it's one of those things that I've made early on in my business career is I remember because I was just reading so many books, I was taking so many courses and I knew my stuff, right? I knew the strategy, but actually it's a different skill to actually implement it. It's like, I know how to climb the mountain. I might know theoretically how to do this amazing Brazilian dance. I can see the steps. I can see how the people do it. But in order for me to actually execute it and dance like the best dancers dance, it's going to take me years. It's going to take me a guide to make sure that they hold my hand, they hold my feet, they show me exactly how to put the steps. And that's the same thing in business. And certainly the same thing when it comes to your speaking is there's one thing knowing what to do, but it's a different story actually doing it. Another mistake that so many people make is they really bombard people with lengthy stories about them. Stories about you is really important and they can be fantastic conversion stories, but they have to be connected with your offer. They have to be connected and they have to be picked intentionally to position you as a key expert to sell what you're selling. Any other stories outside of that become irrelevance. And when you share, a danger of sharing an irrelevant story is that it distracts a person, it distracts them away from your core message. And the key, another mistake that you can make, if you distract people from your core message, they get confused. Like they say, do not give people 10 things to do because they will do none of it. Give them one thing to do, one clear pathway, one clear one next step. Don't give them 10 steps. That's too much. You have to keep your message simple sophisticated, convincing, persuasive, with lots of analysis, data, case studies. So it's really convincing, but keep it simple. And by simple, I really mean, think about like you're in a court case and you really want to make a point on something. You want to convince the audience of jury about this one thing and get them truly believe it, that it becomes their belief after that. That's what we're talking about. It's not just saying, hey, my product is the best product and come and buy it. That's like not convincing. People will be like, well, that's your opinion, but I don't believe you. So it's about making, giving them one message, but really backing them up in a juicy psychological way of persuasion and convincing that by the end of it, people are like, yeah, I totally get it. I haven't been looking at it that way, but yeah, I know this is my new belief that I currently embody. I take it on. This is my, you've, con, you know, I, I now look at it the same way. I get why this is the right way. So that's the power of this kind of communication. And this will serve you incredibly powerfully well in every form of communication you do, whether you're writing emails, where you're writing reels, where you're doing a speaking engagement from stage. Think about simple message, but really convincing with a lot of juice. But by the end of it, people think it's really, it's their idea now. It's their thing that they fully embrace it.
And this is what really gets people to take a next step and start asking to buy from you because it's their decision that they made. You haven't have to convince them. You have to have to beg them to buy from you. It becomes their decision to want to work with you. And this is what we call demand creation. Well, demand creation exactly that. It's that the person is making decision. And really, this is what sales is. People really fundamentally misunderstand sales. Sales is not this market-style selling where you say, hey, here's my banana, come and grab it. Here's my course. It's only $99 or it's $97. No, that's not selling. Selling is fundamentally about helping your perfect target audience. So we talk, you know, there's a specifically choice of words for the particular person that you meet them in a point A and you're going to, you know exactly what problem they face and you educate them on their problem and you help them make a decision that right now is the time to solve the problem. If you're a life coach and you're working with people that deal with anxiety or they have a transition, big transition in their life, and they feel deeply unhappy, your best way to serve those people is to help them decide in that moment that now is the time to do something about this problem, that they have to do something about it. Your job is not to give them tips or resolution for this problem, because the problem with that is when someone hasn't yet decided that they want to make a change in their life, they want to get rid of their panic attacks, they want to become a better parent, they want to become a better husband, a better wife, they want to lose weight. There's no good for you to give them tips on how to eat better or, you know, how to lose weight because the reality is they're not going to get transformational results because even if you give them a diet plan for a week, well, most likely they're not going to use it. They're not going to buy it. They don't have habit of doing it. They're not going to eat it and they're certainly not going to stick with it. It's much better to get them to say, actually, I need to get seriously committed to my lost weight journey. I need to get seriously committed to me improving my life and my family. That's the transformation. That's the value. So by the end of it, they're like, yeah, I'm going to get serious about this weight loss journey. That's more important because the reason why that's more important is that's the start of their journey. That's that commitment. And then whatever it takes, a gym membership, paying for coach, or just getting committed to eating better. That's just not a temporary measure. This is where the people will see drastic transformational results. And they see real change. And absolutely the worst thing you can do in any type of launch and presentation is give people an impression, a false impression, that they've got everything they need to be successful from that 45 minutes that they've spent with you. This is what I see a lot of people do. They give people a false impression. They give them the steps and the, all the rest. And, and the audience walks away with this false belief that actually, oh, I can do this. But of course, what happens as a result of that, they can't do it. You know they can't do it. Because it certainly took you 20 years to develop the skills for you to get the results that you have. Um, but also they actually not going to do any work because that's what happens. And even if they did do a work, they're going to fail at the first step, get even more discouraged, lose even more confidence and their commitment to solve that problem disappears. So that's why it's actually the biggest disservice. So I think this is kind of the frame you need to be thinking about. This is transformational insights, powerful insight, transformation within the presentation so they can get really committed to solving their issues and getting 
getting good at it. Of course, another thing that so many people miss is there's no that you don't. I don't have unique positioning, unique insights, unique angles. That's the power. That's the juice. If you sounded like everyone else, if your headline is like everyone else, if you're using the same examples, if you're using the same thing, it's just boring. And it's not going to get the traction that actually your product or your level of expertise deserves. Of course, I also see a lot of people, they spend so much time on developing amazing quality product, a course, a program, an ebook, uh, writing a book, writing a podcast, but they completely neglect sales and marketing skills. I was recently talking to this incredible woman, woman and she worked for seven months on this one product, this amazing PR, uh, PR, uh, PR program. And when I started speaking to her in terms of what has she been doing in terms of marketing, does she have marketing and sales experience? Does she have business expertise? It turns out she has none. And her expectation of making sales was, well, I've got a sales page. So on my launch date, I'm just going to publish that sales page. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to send a few emails and make one post on social media. And of course, as a result, she had, you know, hardly any sales, maybe one or two, a few, but certainly not what she wanted. Didn't she, she thought that she's going to completely sell out and she's going to make this seven figures, like what everyone's talking on the internet, that they're making all this money and so she can because she has all this expertise, completely not realizing that the area of invisibility is that she actually is not ready, doesn't have the skills for sales and marketing. She doesn't have one powerful presentation. She doesn't have a launch strategy. She doesn't have a funnel. She doesn't have an email sequences. She hasn't been nurturing her list. She hasn't been attracting the buyers that have that particular problem. So she doesn't have the buyers that have the problem. She has nowhere mechanism to sell to them, right? No way to engage, to communicate with them powerfully. She's not holding an event, not creating a live event or an evergreen funnel. So there's no way to buy. People, just by you sending the link to your website, they're not going to buy. That's not enough. She doesn't have email sequences to nurture, have downsell strategy that for people who didn't buy the first product, how they can buy the product afterwards. And what is your next step after this whole process and how are you going to launch it and then sell it on evergreen? So you constantly have those sales coming in. All of that pieces was completely missing. She just thought, well, I'm just going to post on social media and uh, yeah, and have a link on my website and surely people are going to buy. It doesn't work that way, especially for something that's priced, uh, you know, above a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's going to work for some people. Like, don't get me wrong. You might get some sales and you see sales coming in from warm traffic, people that have been following you, been loving you. Maybe you've been sharing some behind the scenes, how you've been developing it. So people are expecting, which is fantastic, but that's going to be one off sales. What it's not going to be, it's not going to be consistent sales every week that are growing every week because you just don't have those structures and system in place. The way the structure and system looks like is that you're constantly attracting your target audience for that offer every single day. You want to see leads coming into your business every single day. And then you have a process and a system, preferably automated, that nurtures and converts those people into buyers through the power of messaging, through the power of one presentation. Then you invite them effectively to your masterclass. You run a masterclass live and then you turn into evergreen. And by the end of the masterclass, people have an opportunity to either book a call with you or the opportunity to buy directly from you or they can ask questions. That's the process. And there's email sequences on the back of that to nurture them further and help them with their decision-making process. And then if they didn't buy that, you're offering them as a downside something else 
to really push them across the edge. So that's really what you have to have set up. And if you have this set up and it's now working, well, it's not working for one reason, one reason only. It's your messaging. It's your messaging. In fact, we have been running a promotion and it's going to last one more week where we're offering a free messaging audit because what we've seen is there's so many people who have the funnels, who have webinars, who have masterclasses, but they're not making the sales they want and they don't know why. They think it's the strategy that is fault. I can tell you with absolute confidence, it's not the strategy. There are people making seven figures in 45 minutes with this strategy. It's not the strategy. The strategy is great. It's your messaging. You are missing some bits in your messaging. You're not articulating value. You're not showcasing your unique perspective and unique insights. And because of that, you're losing clients that you can help so much. So in order for you to avoid it, send us a DM right now with the word CEO on Bossy Hills Club and... We'll send you a quick application form and for the right person, we'll give you a free messaging audit. We'll effectively highlight the areas where you potentially can be leaking clients. What we've been doing is my team have been reviewing funnels and myself been reviewing webinars to say, right, here's the bit where you're actually really confusing. Here's the area where you sound like everyone else. Here's an area where I don't know what you mean. I don't know where your offer is and I don't know why this story is relevant. So we've been giving people really powerful feedback and people have been absolutely loving it because sometimes Sometimes when you work in your business and you know it, you're just too close to your own stuff. So you need that external perspective. So send us a DM. I would love to chat to you if this sounds like actually, gosh, this can really help me. So if that's you, get in touch. Don't suffer in silence. That's another thing I see people do is they have a sales problem and they just sit on it. They think, oh, maybe I just do more of what I'm already doing. Maybe I try a new course. But the reality is get help. Get someone's input. It doesn't matter who that is, but get help. Don't sit on your problems. I promise you it's not the quality of your product. You know, sometimes it can be, of course, but if you're confident that you can really help people, that you have an area of expertise, it's not going to be your program or your service or your expertise. It's just the way you communicate around it. So when we fix that, we see we just unlock so much potential. In fact, with most of my clients, we hardly ever, ever change their program. And few times we would create your signature program and help you package your offer and your program. So we do packaging of it, but the core of it is very, you know, very few times it actually changes. We can clarify things. So sometimes people's programs are a bit confusing, or we would just say, well, actually, I don't know why you're doing this step. You know, what, what is actually your client needs to go through this in order to get the result X. So we'll do that kind of review, but most time it's all about the edges. It's about optimization and packaging rather than drastic changes to what you're already doing. So I promise you, your stuff is really good. We just need to package it and have systems around it actually get selling it. So trust this is fun. you found this useful. Get in touch with me. Tell me what your big, big breakthroughs, what questions have you had, and I'd love to speak to you further. Speak soon. Bye.